0: This week, Carrie and I talk about Disneyland versus Walt Disney World. Where does Disneyland have a slight edge over Walt Disney World? You might be surprised. Hi, I'm Francine and you're listening to the Pixie Dust Fan Podcast, a podcast where our first topic of conversation will always be Disney. I've been a Disney fan for as long as I can remember and I'm determined to bring more of that Disney magic into my everyday life. So if you need a little extra pixie dust in your day, you've come to the right place. Thanks so much for listening and let's get started. Welcome to another episode of the Pixie Dust Fan Podcast. We had so much fun last week that I have Carrie back on the show with me again this week. Hi, Carrie. Hello. Hello. So Carrie and I talk pretty much every day about something and it's usually Disney related, but we were talking about Disneyland, Walt Disney World. We, we have these conversations often, uh, and this week we thought we would talk a little bit about what things are, I don't want to say better in Disneyland, but where Disneyland has a little edge over Walt Disney World. Now, we, we do agree that each have their own edge over the other in different scenarios, but this week we're just going to focus on where Disneyland sort of comes out a little bit ahead. Agreed? Sounds
1: great. <laughs>
0: yeah, i know you've been excited to do this one carrie because you know you feel about disneyland the way i feel about walt disney world you love it i do i do what did you say to me the other day you're smitten with it Is that... I think i'm
1: smitten <laughs> you're smitten with disneyland <laughs> like i love disneyland like i think about it all the time and i dream about going to disneyland uh, instead of going to Walt Disney World, for sure,
0: right? And that's you're always talking about going to Disneyland. I'm always talking about going to Walt Disney World. You you said you said it best. You said we're like the yin and yang of Disneyland and Walt Disney World.
1: I think so. <laughs> well, and, I, and like I've only been going to Walt Disney World and Disneyland as an adult, and I'm sure there's lots of Disneylanders that were. Raised there and have went every single week of their entire life, and I know, and like I'm a newbie, I know nothing compared to them. Don't have that experience, but to me, uh, it means a lot to me, and I and I love it a lot. And I know I never, I used to always tease you about Disney World and Disneyland, and I would go on and on and on about why and drill you about why Disneyland is much better. And then you did. You uh, would give me a really
0: hard time about it.
1: And then once I had spent a couple of trips with you at Walt Disney World. And I saw what it meant to you. Like when we're walking around, you are telling stories. Like you've got a story for everything. And all of those stories are tied back to your parents or to your aunt that visited or, you know, your nephew and your sister, your sisters and your family. Like everything has a story that means so much to you. And like it was only probably the first time um, when I spent like a substantial amount of time where we were there on a trip like together, together, like not just, you know, spending odd hour or two that I re- like it was so obvious and then I stopped bugging me so much so now we just sort of do it in in uh in jest and I and I want to tell you you know I always want to bring you to Disneyland and try to convince you to go there but I don't you know tease you as much because <laughs> I know how much Walt Disney World means to you and it's and it's amazing like I I wish I had the memories that you had and everything there meant That's so much to me like it's it's totally awesome like I it's amazing and it's it's sort of
0: the flip side for me, like the first time that the first couple of times I went to Disneyland, it it just it didn't sort of speak to me. But after I started spending time, like substantial amounts of time with you at Disneyland and I get to see it through your eyes and, you know, we talk about the history and and your memories there and the details that you point out and your enthusiasm for the parks. It it's had the same effect on me with Disneyland.
1: Well, and I think that when we went to Disneyland together, like I had never thought like what it would be like to be there with you until we were there because all of a sudden I had the Walt Disney World encyclopedia beside me on every <laughs> single ride. And, <laughs> and I've always said like, oh my goodness, I would love to be at Disneyland with somebody that grew up there. Like someone that went there every Saturday or every whatever. Right. I've always said that I would love to go with somebody like that and just ask them all kinds of questions and hear their story. But then when I was there with you, and like the things that I kind of wondered—the differences between Walt Disney World or Disneyland, or the like—the things that are at Disneyland that used to be at Walt Disney World—like I felt like I was like quizzing you and asking you things, and I was like, this is the best ever!" Like, and then I thought, well, if I could just have my scene here and I could find that Disneyland person too, it would be like the Best ever! I would have the one, the <laughs> one, the one, <laughs> the one um, person on one side of me that knows Disneyland, and then then you in Walt Disney World. It would be like total perfection of, of of knowledge. Like I could ask every question I've ever wanted to know about either park, and I would have those resources. <laughs> <laughs> it was, you know, Becky and
0: I, because you took Becky and I. You, we had been Becky and I had been to Disneyland a couple of times. And just the two of us and then you said okay I'm going to take you um, you know on an adventures by Carrie and you took Becky and I to Disneyland and it was a it was a completely different trip for us getting to see it through your eyes and having you lead us around the park and I think we fell a little more in love with Disneyland after after you being our tour guide there it was amazing so let's let's talk a little bit about where Disneyland has the edge and we've kind of we just agree that each you know each one has a little little edge over the other but if you kind of touched on it one of the things that I know Disneyland holds the holds the key is it has some of the old attractions that Walt Disney World doesn't have anymore Mm -hmm. and that means a ton to me so you talk about my memories and the things that take me back to my parents like I I remember riding Mr. Toad Um, in Walt Disney World with my family as a kid and it's gone now but I get to experience it when I go to Disneyland. I think the last time that we were there and we were um, on Mr. Toad I was kind of you know when you look at that attraction and the storyline of that attraction it's kind of amazing that it really is a kid's ride. (laughs) I don't think I ever put all those dots together about how you're driving through and you go to the bar and you get served a beer like that uh, the, that whole part of the story i think was kind of lost on me as a kid
1: and they send us to HE double hockey sticks
0: <laughs> yes the devil comes out and it's i don't know that it's really that kid friendly except for the fact that it's all cardboard cutouts and you know nobody really cares it's it's a fantastic attraction yes and, and snow white's scary adventures
1: yeah it's that one, that one too, right? Like it, it, it's all dark and then it's done, like it's over. And then you have the beautiful mural that shows that everything's happily ever after. Like yes. The ride is like all doom and gloom.
0: <laughs> but your favorite in Fantasyland over there is Alice in Wonderland, right?
1: Yes, I love Alice in Wonderland. It's different and it's, and it's got the Cheshire cat and it's just fun.
0: Like we never had anything like that at Walt Disney World.
1: Well, and I love and I I love in Fantasyland the Casey Junior train too. That's one of my most favorite oh. things. That's different, and I don't know why because and like, I don't know why either. <laughs> <laughs> like when you're waiting to go on Casey Junior ride, like you are com- like completely surrounded by like toddlers. It's and- all toddlers in the line. <laughs> Than us. <laughs> but it's a cool train. Like not like, like you... a little kitty train that goes around in a circle. It's like an awesome train ride.
0: <laughs> it's That's a train awesome. that goes around in the circle, but it's just for toddlers and us.
1: Oh, it's a it goes equal uh, down, uh, down the valley and up the mountains <laughs> and around the storybook garden. Like it's a decent ride. It's not like oh. when you're at the mall and the and the train goes around in a circle and it's like 15 seconds. It's a it's an awesome well, it's
0: yeah. And for those of you that don't know, Carrie, Carrie sings, uh, while she's on the train too. I have, um, I did a live stream from there on Facebook when we went on it the first time, cause I couldn't figure out because you can't really see the whole track from where the line. And you were like, Oh, we have to go on the Casey jr. Train. And I had no idea what it was. And I was hoping that it wasn't just like more of the part that I saw. And it was, <laughs> oh, <come on. laughs> but you know, every time we go on it, uh, because it's this one's important to you. You love that one. That's right. So yes, we we make <laughs> make a point of doing it. And uh that video is over on Facebook for anybody that wants to see what happens on the Casey Jr. train. <laughs> Casey Jr. <on> train <laughs> if um aside from the stuff that we don't have at walt disney world anymore for you know toad and snow white and that there's also my favorite toontown yes and we never really had a a true toontown like of that size um but i love toontown
1: i've never really spent a lot of time in Toon in in either of the toontowns like i check it out or sometimes i'll just go back there to buy something because I know that it's in stock back there. But when I was there with you, we really spent a lot of time because as soon as we walked in there, you were like, oh my goodness, like this reminds me so much of and you telling me, you know, memories of your Toontown memory. So we spent a lot of time like looking at everything and taking lots of pictures and just sitting around and and um and just relaxing there and enjoying the enjoying the time. It wasn't very busy in there either. So we so we could kind of enjoy it was sort of quiet, I think, the last time we were there when we when we sat down and had a drink and
0: just Yeah. Enjoy. Like, I, I think in Walt Disney World, the Toontown that we had, you know, it was all kind of centered around Mickey and Minnie's house. Whereas this Toontown, I really feel it like, with the Roger Rabbit attraction. And I really feel like you're stepping into a cartoon. Like, didn't you grow up wanting to be a cartoon character?
1: Yeah, I guess. Well, I can see.
0: And Right? This lets you be a cartoon character. And we had some fun, like, taking pictures. There's lots of great photo ops there. And, yeah, it was fun.
1: There's a few other rides at Disney Land that I think deserve an honorable mention that are um, different and maybe, you know, super, like so maybe a little bit. have
0: it ha- have a little
1: edge is have what you want edge. to say. Yeah, because I have to. I've got to. I have to tiptoe how I word things when it's <laughs> one versus the other. Um, <laughs> like the Buzz Lightyear ride, I think is not very busy there, like compared to. The one at Walt Disney World, I guess the fans are a little different, right? But like, you okay. can take the guns out of the holster. Well, oh, like, see, I didn't like that oh.
0: because if you take the gun out of the holster, I found it harder to aim. At least the one in Walt Disney World, it stays put, and you're just like, I guess. But the the line at, at Disneyland <laughs> is so much better. There's no line for Buzz Lightyear. It doesn't make sense.
1: Yeah, I don't. I well, I'm sure it is busy there sometimes, but yeah, it's it's the total opposite um it seems yeah mm-hmm. and then pirates pirates is, is we've debated that um haunted mansion i how about indiana jones though that's something that's worth noting that's that's at one and not at the other that is pretty darn cool don't you think? yeah
0: indiana jones well you know i love indy so um yeah, that, that attraction is pretty cool. The fact that they have that at Disneyland. But you you brought up the Haunted Mansion, and I think...
1: We can't few, just, talk, we
0: just can't mention it in, in passing. No, because you know what? You know the part that I love so much about the Haunted Mansion in Disneyland, aside from the Hatbox Ghost, is how you enter the mansion. You actually feel like you're going into a mansion. Whereas in Walt Disney World, because I feel like since they put those canopies over, that... You know, it kind of just feels like a little tunnel, and you miss how big that mansion is, right? Like you don't get when you look up, you can't see the mansion from when you're standing in line, right? So yeah. I, I like that at Disneyland; it feels like you're going into Disneyland a full it's mansion. It's not
1: very busy, and they don't bring you through the the extended queue. Like you walk, you can walk up the front stairs of the house mansion right into the into the ride, which is really cool. And I yeah, like, that's pretty. I cool. like the ride when you. um like when you come out of the stretching room the getting from the stretching room to the doom buggy I like that area I I think that's I like the way that is decorated and I just like that better and I like um that's much
0: better than Walt Disney World because at Walt Disney World they they huddle you into trying to get down into that single file line is such a pain I keep
1: thinking there's got to be a better way. Really thought about that part of it. I just always liked the aesthetic of it and the way that it, like, what's in the rooms, like the way that the rooms designed and the decor and, and the feel for it. Like, mm-hmm. I never really thought much about the, about the queue being like how crazy it is at Walt Disney World versus there, like the the people getting squished all together. I really, right. I always had that statement just based on the feel
0: the of design. It, like, the design. The yeah.
1: design, I really, I really liked it better. So, and That's then you true. have the you have the um so the hatbox ghost which kind of puts it yeah for being better than the florida version
0: yeah the hatbox ghost is is pretty awesome and pirates pretty has
1: awesome. the great um like like the base of the ride is the same but the, it's sort of like the intro and the outro of the of the ride are different like they have different it's a different journey yes uh, you know d- yeah. a little bit different scenery and and um different drops and there's different
0: there's slightly different scenes and then there's other scenes that are just identical
1: mm-hmm.
0: which is which is fun now when we talked about toontown and what it's like to step into like to be a cartoon character which i've always wanted to be um you, we can't talk about that without talking about carsland
1: yeah for sure carsland is the best
0: like what we obviously haven't been all over the world to all of the disney parks but when I think about Walt Disney World and Disneyland, the best themed land has to be Cars Land. Now, obviously, I love Star Wars Galaxy's Edge, but it's a mirror image in both parks. So they're equal. Mm-hmm. But Cars Land, you are right inside that movie. It's incredible the details they have in there.
1: It's amazing. And the feel. like Yeah. The, and then nighttime when the neon, you know, switches on. It's-
0: yes. Yeah, remember that one day we were in? So we were in Carsland and we were doing what we love to do, which is people watch. And we sat on that bench.
1: AKA sitting around.
0: Yeah, AKA sitting around doing nothing. I think we got a snack, of course, from the Cozy Combs. And we were just sitting, waiting for the sun to start to set so that we could get some great pictures of Carsland at dusk. And it was such a, just watching the lights change and the scenery almost change as the sun was setting it was beautiful
1: mm-hmm.
0: and eating it flows i know you love flows they used to have some kind of uh what did you tell me like you talk about it every time we're there
1: yeah they used to have the sandwich that called the turkey dip and like i can't even count how many times like i would be over at disneyland And I'm like, I need something to eat. And I'm like, I don't know what I want to eat. And I'll haul it over to Flo's to get my turkey dip. And then they took, they got rid of the turkey dip and put fried chicken there. And I'm going to tell you, the fried chicken isn't as good as the fried chicken at the plaza. I did try it. So now it flows. I went for breakfast recently and I thought it was excellent. But yeah, my turkey dip is gone. So I don't run there as often, but we always go to the cozy cone for some sort of a snack.
0: Yeah, and see, you mentioned that, that you were over at Disneyland, and then you wanted to go over to Flows to eat, and no problem, you could do that, which is another area that Disneyland really has an edge over Walt Disney World. It's sort of twofold, it's, it goes both ways, but park hopping at Disneyland is no problem at all.
1: Yeah, it's quick and easy, like you can be in one side of Disneyland and be like, I think I need my turkey dip at Flo's, and you don't, oh, I don't feel like walking over there. You're like, no, that turkey dip is delicious. That's what I want. And you just walk over and get your turkey dip. Um,
0: <laughs> you can walk back and forth between the parks five, six, seven times a day if you want. to. you wanted,
1: wanted to, absolutely. Yeah, for sure. Just because. Be-
0: because you can stand inside one park and see the turnstiles for the other. Yeah. That's how close they are. And I don't think people really, people who haven't been there don't get how close they really are.
1: Yeah, for sure. And the resorts are really close. Like there's probably a 15 minute to the farthest resort. And and there's definitely resorts that are off site that are just across the road and just as quick a walk. But when you're on the Disneyland resort side, those lines to get through security, because you go through security before you get like as you're getting onto the property. So when you're staying at Disneyland resort, you go through the security at the end of Disney Springs, and then once you're in, you're in. Disney Springs. <laughs> <Downtown> <laughs> Disney. Yeah. yeah, it's still downtown I, Disney. I know it's hard. I, how like how long did we? I always struggle with that one because it took forever to train our. <laughs> Disney Springs, Disney Springs. Yeah, you're on the one end of Disney, downtown Disney, and then what? Then you can just walk straight up to the turnstile of the of the park theme parks, and there's no more security because you did right. first came onto the property, so to speak. But on the other side, where all of the resorts are, the hotels are um, that are off-site, you have to go through the security line that all the bus patrons come through and all the people walking off, off this, the good neighbour hotels across the street. So it, you could probably, like, you could wait in, like, 20 minutes. Maybe that's even a, a, a small time uh, to wait in line, whereas when you're on the other side, you really can get from point A to point B. Let's talk about the Disneyland snacks. <laughs> the Disneyland snacks and food
0: there there there's some pretty good snacks but we can't wait a minute we can't skip over the Grand Californian
1: oh of course not
0: right like I know you're going to talk about Disneyland and Paradise Pier and blah 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 but the Grand Californian is pretty spectacular it is you have an entrance right into the park from that hotel you do that you don't get in Walt Disney World. Like the closest you can get to the Magic Kingdom is staying at the Contemporary or Bay Lake Tower. You can walk over from there. But otherwise, but it's still a good walk. Right. Right. At Disneyland, the Grand Californian, that is my ultimate favorite hotel uh, at Disneyland. And although I do still have to stay at the Disneyland Hotel, I haven't done that. I've stayed at the Grand Californian a few times. Stayed at Paradise Pier, so next time I have to stay at the Disneyland Hotel. Um, oh, shucks. Oh, shucks, right? <laughs> we have to do that one. But, yes, that shows you the kind of proximity. Everything is so close to each other there that you can stay in the Grand Californian, walk out of that entrance, and be inside the park,
1: mm-hmm.
0: inside of California Adventure. It's pretty cool.
1: Yeah, And even okay. like, it's almost easier to yeah like we we could go when we were staying there, we would go through Grand Californian in the morning or whenever, and we would we could we would go into the parks that way and then just zip across to Disneyland like yeah. going through uh, downtown Disney
0: it's awesome, mm-hmm. okay. Disneyland snacks, Carrie. Yeah, so you seem to think that Disneyland has better snacks than Walt Disney World. Yeah. I think we may have to agree to disagree on this.
1: Yes, yeah, snacks. Well, I, I guess my, my statement, I guess, is, you know, a little old. The fact that I think Disney, Walt Disney World has definitely, you know, much, got much better in the, the variety of snacks and the variety of, of quick service. But I've, I've always felt Disney World was just a little bit, Better like the like they always have surprise snacks and special things happening. Which Disney Well Disney World now is doing that more and more. I think um, yeah. Their food taste their 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 food at Disneyland the quick service is flavorful um, and tastes as it should. Right, like you know they don't you know if it's supposed to be um, a certain type of cuisine it tastes that way. And not saying Disney World isn't like that, but it seems like <laughs> more safe you know, the food and the ingredients and the flavors um, have always been a little bit more safe.
0: Whereas, right. Um,
1: the stuff at Disneyland. Is-
0: and when you say safe, you mean a little more bland, like not as spicy, not as...
1: Or as, yeah, like as exact as it should be, right? For the for the type of food it is. Now, so
0: I'm assuming though that you're excluding Epcot from that.
1: I suppose. Like, I, I yeah, I think, yeah. Yeah. I, I think the snacks at
0: Disneyland are... They're different. Like they're like I think the churros are better at Disneyland.
1: The churros are better and they have like last fall or they had like a churro, um, like where if you tried so many churros, like you got a button. <laughs> like like a churros all over the park. It was like a churro scavenger hunt <laughs> or something. Maybe it was I don't remember what time of year it was. They have so many different types of churros that they have yeah. like a churro scavenger hunt where you got a button at the end if you tried so many of them. And I think oh they gosh. were... um they they have better beignets there and just the you know and the mint juleps
0: too. the mint juleps and the beignets were really good we we made a point of doing that last time and it was really good
1: yeah i just think there's not i just think it's better. but
0: they the cupcakes are better at walt disney world like hands down
1: well i think i think that's that's like i don't know they can have cupcakes and disneyland can keep juleps, <laughs> i suppose <laughs>
0: Yeah, there. The snacks are definitely very different, and I, you know, I love my churros from the Cozy Cone.
1: And I think it's that they're different because you know you don't want to always have the same experience in both parks, right? Like
0: right. And I think you you explained it to me once, and I and I notice that more uh, every time I go is that Disneyland has a much higher percentage of patrons that are locals. Yeah, and I think that in itself means that they have to do things a little bit different and they have to they have to change things up a little bit more often with they have to have new things to try because the locals are there so often like this is a date night spot
1: well and and maybe that's why like I think Walt Disney World's definitely you know has the great quick service and the great snacks but i like I feel confident in saying that years ago that was far from the case like things were much more burgers and fries and and plain and I always thought it was because like they have all of the regulars that go to Disneyland like they don't like they can't mess around like they have to give people what they want they have like those quick service meals if they're going in every every week or a couple times a week and they want people to spend their money it's got to be good stuff it's got to be fun stuff so I always thought that that was why maybe they were different all along um yeah but I think Walt Disney World's definitely. Uh, The the variety of food that you can get now in quick service is amazing.
0: Yeah, they've really stepped up their game.
1: You can get so many things. Um, So, yeah.
0: Oh, for sure.
1: For the sake of argument, I'll still say the Disneyland is better snacks and and better quick service.
0: Well, yeah. And I'm going to have to say I agree to disagree. Outside of the churros and maybe the beignets, um, I think Walt Disney World has better snacks. But... (laughs) we're gonna have to we'll just maybe have to outline all the snacks one day and then and do them you know comparatively i suppose (laughs) now of course there's one more thing that we haven't talked about where disneyland does have an edge on um walt disney world and i think it all comes down to size i think that the nighttime entertainment at disneyland is different and maybe dare I say a little bit ahead of Walt Disney World because of this because it's smaller
1: you mean the nighttime spectaculars
0: <laughs> spectaculars well when you think about phantasmic right phantasmic mm-hmm. at Disneyland is it feels like a completely different show
1: yes although it's not a different
0: show really uh, well it feels like a different does, show, but it, maybe that's
1: right. It's it, the feels you have, like you really feel immersed and close, and and it's just different. It's just in your face, and the feels are totally different.
0: Right, like your feet from it. You're not. You're not like way back in the stands, up in you know row thirty.
1: And yeah, and it's on a. It's on the rivers of America with the pirate ship that comes by and the mark twain like our real riverboat is where the characters are waving at you from and singing and dancing so not like not like a little uh pontoon boat <laughs> <laughs> well that little pontoon but think of how big that
0: stadium is right at hollywood studios where they perform this and then yet at disneyland
1: it's just it's like I always joke that at Disney World, it's like on a mountain, like they've made a mountain and and I don't even know how many people sit in that theater, 8,000 people. And there's a mountain. And then at Walt Disney World, I'm like, it's here along the rivers of America. And they pretty much do fireworks off of a raft, although it's not a raft. It's a little tiny Island, (laughs) but that'll be my comparison. So How could one be so much more better than the other?
0: Right. But the only thing about the one at Disneyland, even though, you know, it's smaller, it's more, you're closer is that you don't have a seat. Right. Unless you, unless you pay for like one of the dessert things or whatever, you you sit on the ground.
1: They might give you a cushion to sit on.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That was the other thing. We did a dining package and we thought we would get a seat and then they gave us a cushion and we were like, what? (laughs) Once I get down on that ground, I'm not getting back up. Um, So yeah, that was, that was probably my only complaint about Fantasmic at Disneyland was the seating
1: area. Well, not often we'll tell people that like, like, cause I go on and on about how spectacular they are, but the realities of how they cue you in and how you have to either sit or stand, whatever area that calls for, you have to do whatever they say. And, and, but I think people in, uh, for Walt Disney World, like they, they think that if they're doing a dessert party or they're doing whatever, then that equals a special area where they're, where they will have a seat. And that's definitely usually not the case except for the office. right
0: um, well world of color you get a seat yeah for the dessert and when they and you-
1: different like when they had the uh, paint the night come back the last time they had um like when you did a when you did a dinner package at like carthay i think they had uh what do you call them like the director's chairs they they lined up director's chairs for you to sit on and i think they've had other things where they like they have a little area where they do have tables where they can put you. Um, for certain things but yeah that's not often it's more right you have to sit where everybody else sits. but I think it's mostly because of space too like with the fantastic we we're talking about how close we are and like the rivers of America um, has like a path beside it and that's pretty much where they cram all of these people in um, and even the world of color it's a it's a concrete platform with different levels but they're really not that wide the different levels and they've got a you know squish everybody in there so I think getting away with their dessert party which really isn't a party like the Walt Disney World people would know. and it's party. not
0: really desserts <laughs> it's not really desserts like
1: it's worth doing because you get a
0: great seat um, it's worth doing for the seat but not for the food but it might be in my mostly opinion
1: because of like space constraints I think
0: yeah but I yeah like you don't get the buffet of desserts
1: no and it might be because of space I don't know if they've done that before there where they've had a buffet of desserts or if they've always just given you um like they give you um like a container that's got everything your cheese and your your desserts and
0: whatever right but yeah so when you I go to the dessert parties at Walt Disney World you know I could eat my own body weight in chocolate covered strawberries right but I couldn't do that there no for the world of color but it's but it's important to get the seat for the world of color so that's why I would do that party again
1: yeah
0: yeah And then do you want to talk about the fireworks at Disneyland?
1: Fireworks are wonderful and they're my most favorite. And I think, like you said, with size, you know, the, this it's more intimate and smaller and the fireworks when they go around you or down, you know, they're, they're so big up against that small smaller ish castle (laughs) in the street. And, and they sometimes have the, the um, projections go down main street. So it just feels all, all around you. And, um, and there's yeah
0: it I did feel like it was a lot more immersive yes when I was standing on Main Street and I think it obviously is the size you know when you're standing on Main Street in Walt Disney World and they do you know when you see like the the New Year's fireworks and stuff and they show the fireworks going off all around the park yeah but when they're around the park they're they're miles and miles away um, whereas in Disneyland, when we were standing on main street and those fireworks were going off, I felt like they were almost right on top of me, like all around me.
1: Yeah. That's how they feel. I think too, like, I always feel that the, the fireworks that are being shown are at a different level. Like they feel the Disneyland fireworks on a nightly basis almost feel like uh party fireworks in Florida. Like, yeah. Like the fireworks themselves seem better and, and bigger and more grand. And then you have that closeness and the intimacy of the the Main Street and everything, you know, all snug that maybe they're not maybe they're not they, they're not bigger. And better it's all snug. But but they feel that way for sure. Like they feel like they're they're the caliber of fireworks you get at a special event at Walt Disney World, but you see them there.
0: Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. It definitely is a different vibe yeah. on, on main street and Disneyland. And, and some of that is also because of the castle, the castle is smaller mm-hmm. sleeping beauty castle is smaller. And I think my first time I was there, I, I was disappointed when I walked in and saw the size of the castle. Yeah. I think over my visits, I have come to, to love, obviously the I uniqueness of. <laughs> I know you love you love Sleeping Beauty Castle. Yes, I do. What did you say to me? It's perfect
1: for selfies. Oh, it's, yeah, she's smaller. You can you can get her in a selfie a lot easier. You know, <laughs> you can get her in your frame and get the whole castle, in you don't have to like get on the floor and like move <laughs> around to try to like to get the right shot in the right angle. She's more I, like she might be a smidge more photogenic in that in that. <laughs> She's more
0: photogenic. I love that. (laughs) Cinderella Castle is is huge, like overwhelming. And and you know, Sleeping Beauty Castle is 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 special. And you get to walk over and
1: see the Sleeping Beauty story.
0: Yeah, that was pretty cool. We did that on the last trip and um I hadn't been in the castle and walked through that story. And it was I was surprised at how much was inside that castle.
1: Mm -hmm. It's really cool.
0: I think we've done Disneyland justice so you know explaining some of the things that it has a bit of an edge over Walt Disney World don't you think Yep I think we've I think we've done a good job of balancing it out um, but there's obviously tons more that we need to talk about about Disneyland oh, yeah. in future in future episodes we'll need to to go over all of that but yeah, it's
1: we just needed to have a little chat and a little silly talk about some of our fun things that we, we go on about for Disneyland
0: Absolutely. And it's always been fun. Now, Carrie, we're at the end of the podcast. What brought you some
1: pixie dust this week? Well, I'm very sad that I don't have a trip to Disneyland planned. I am always <laughs> trying to find, a travel partner, find some cheap flights, try to figure out where to stay always. Uh, and I don't have anything planned. And I'm so sad that I don't get to see uh, Disneyland at Christmas. Well, like you, you just never say never. There's still a couple of weeks left. I yeah, know. there's
0: still some time. <laughs> but you, um, the flights you sent me the other day were for like next weekend, weren't they? You we should have bought them. Carrie, I'm going to Walt Disney World in a few weeks. I can't go to Disneyland too. <sighs> yeah, he said that when you said you couldn't go to both. <laughs> 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 I did say that before. I said,
1: I can't do coast to coast and look what we did. So this week I had a lot of joy watching um, some of my favorite Disneyland YouTubers. Uh, they went to Disneyland the first day of Christmas and they showed me all of the wonderful things that are happening. Tried some of the treats, you know, let me lay eyes on the beautiful small world as it, as it. Oh yeah. For, for the holidays. Um, the overlays they do. Yeah. So I may have watched some of my favorite YouTubers videos a few times. I'm very grateful for for those individuals that put those videos on YouTube for me to enjoy. Yeah. Yes,
0: that's how you get to keep up to date on what's going on at Disneyland. And didn't you tell me uh, <laughs> that on the first day of all the Christmas decorations at Disneyland, people show up in their pajamas?
1: Absolutely, yes, they do. Yeah, they, so there was the, the one, uh, the YouTubers that I watch, that are always doing like every single treat or new food or new thing at Disney, they're always trying it out. um, Is they're called uh, life uh, best life and beyond. And they were there on the opening day with their pajamas on.
0: That's awesome. Their
1: video has them in their flannel PJs uh, and they talk to other people there in their flannel PJs and they're there to They go the whole day and enjoy all of the, the the first day festivities and, and show their viewers all things to come for the holidays so
0: I didn't believe you when you told me that people showed up in their pajamas for this but you sent me pictures and sure enough they did they do it's awesome
1: (laughs) how about you what's your pixie dust for the week
0: um my pixie dust for the week I at my unmagical job uh one of the things that I get to do is I get to spend time with uh, a coach at my work um, somebody that you know I meet with her every few weeks, and you know we go over leadership skills and things that are supposed to make you know to help me be a better leader for my team and you know, did you ever watch the Oprah show where you had she always had those like she called them the aha moments mm-hmm. that's what I have uh with this coach it's you know she uses techniques that they teach you in in all kind of leadership courses and and coaching courses where it's almost like you're telling her what's going on and she's holding up a mirror that doesn't look like you. So you tell her things about some kind of situation and she plays it back to you in a way that makes you see it completely differently. And I got to have a few aha moments this week with her. And I think it really, it's really helping me to just take a step back and and maybe look at things with a different lens or a different perspective and I'm really lucky that I get to do this in, in my own magical job. I'm, I'm really happy for the opportunity. So that was my pixie dust.
1: That's great.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's a great program. And I think it's it's good for anybody that, you know, reach out to somebody that's gone through some of the coaching programs or coaching um, for success kind of things. And, you know, spend some time with them. You'd, you'd be amazed at how differently you can look at a situation once you you've had somebody unbiased look at it with you. Well, Carrie, thank you again so much for hanging out with me today and recording another podcast. Now, we are recording this on Sunday. It will go live on Wednesday morning. And in between now and then, Disney Plus comes out. Oh, I know. Can you believe it's finally
1: here? No. And I, well, I won't believe it's here in Canada <laughs> <laughs> until I see the app in my app store that I can download it but yeah I'm so excited I can't I can't wait oh my goodness
0: I am so excited as well so we'll be chatting over in our Facebook group I'm sure uh once it comes out I can't wait to try it so I think it's coming out on a day
1: like on a Friday or something
0: I know because we both have to go to work on Tuesday no I, I uh, yeah so we'll have to chat about disney plus once we've both had a chance to experience it but carrie thank you so much again for joining me today and we'll do this again real soon okay
1: sounds good
0: thanks so much for listening to another episode of the pixie dust fan podcast if you enjoyed the episode i hope that you'll rate and review on whatever platform you're listening on maybe even tell a friend share it with some other disney fans that you might know please make sure to check out the show notes. I will have the Disney vlogger links that Carrie spoke about on the podcast, as well as the link to our Facebook group where you can come and join us on more Disney chats. Till next time, remember that you are never too old to be young. Chase your dreams and design your own happily ever after.